0: Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, but needless to say, I'm so happy that you have found this community. The SYKM community is all about supporting you, not the addicted loved one in your life, so that you can take back your power, so you can tap back into that power, and so that you can feel and and tap into some positive emotions as well as resources of resilience. And that is what we're here for. That is why we created this community that is what this is for. And I'm so happy that our paths have crossed. Now I have to say that this is our 49th episode, but I just got a Facebook reminder or kind of like, you know how those memories come in that my book, Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction was launched exactly a year ago today when I'm recording this podcast. So I am so thrilled. The book is helping so many people and I'm so grateful for all the feedback that I get from that and all the people that it's reaching to help because let's face it, when you love someone with an addiction, it is challenging. beyond words. It is so hard. Um, I was in the muck of that many years ago, and um, I can promise you that it is one of the hardest things you'll ever go through in your entire life. Um, It is, and it comes with a lot of suffering, turmoil, and challenge. And I'm here to let you know that you can transform suffering into joy. And It may not happen as easy as, you know, it sounds uh, and it does take a lot of practice and training, but that is what this podcast is today. That's what we're going to talk about today. So I just wanted to let you know that I am doing a Kindle price drop in honor of the one year anniversary of the book being launched. It's only $2.99 and it's available on Amazon. It's the Kindle price drop. So if you've been thinking about buying the book, I highly recommend grabbing your copy when there is this price drop. It's for you, the SYKM community, and it'll go back up to its normal price next week. Um, So I hope you can grab your copy. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. So transforming suffering into joy. Here are six strategies to transform challenge. Okay, so I often think, okay, how can this world allow for suffering, right? How can all these bad things happen? Like, why is it that we have to go through such struggle? And so there is a lot of suffering, there's injustice, there's tragedy, but this is what it means to be human. We are not exempt of suffering. We are, you know, it's going to happen to us. So especially when you love someone with an addiction, you're dealing with all kinds of things that are so challenging, right? The lying, the stealing, the manipulation, the heartache of just losing someone that you love to addiction. Because I always say it's like mourning the loss of someone who is still alive. It's like they're alive, but they're no longer that person. And it's like an empty vessel of a human. And it's just so sad because you wish that that person you love or fell in love with, or that, you know, if it's a child that you love would, you know, come back and that they're just not there. It is so tragic, so heartbreaking and hard to watch somebody in your life do Basically, choose, and we use that word operatively because we know addiction. The last episode, if you listen to it, um, once addiction has set in, it's not always a choice. It is a mental change in the brain and that they actually have... um, Changes in their brain that they actually are craving drugs. They are craving whatever their drug of choice is or alcohol, and they have no longer have control over that. They think that they do, and they usually enter with choices of, you know, I'm going to do this in the beginning, but then they lose that control. So, it is um, really, really hard when you love someone with an addiction because um, they're they're not in our control and uh, we're basically watching alongside someone kill themselves. It's so devastating. So having said all that, and we know I don't want to be Debbie Downer, we're here to lift you up. This is what the whole community is for. So... Everybody suffers at one time or another. Whether you're in the muck of loving someone with an addiction, whether you've lost someone to addiction, whether you um, are still in a relationship with someone, um, maybe it's a family member, perhaps it's a spouse you are going to be experiencing on some level suffering. So I wanted to do this podcast because we will all suffer from time to time. Um, and we want to be able to find joy. Um, and there are many things that we can do in order to not suffer. We can actually find joy amongst suffering. So let's do this. So in positive psychology and many spiritual practices, they suggest that we consider our suffering as joy, like actually change it and see suffering as joy. And the question is like, why Andrea? And like, how can we do this? Right. Um, because suffering actually forces us to learn, to lean on others, to reach out to other people, to tap into our strengths, to learn and grow and persevere. It is incredible that that suffering actually brings out so much in us that is good. And I know it's hard to hear that, especially when you're in the rawness of the suffering, but it ends up making you a better person. It ends up tapping, allowing you to tap into your resources, to connect to new people. I swear I've met so many people through the SYKM communities and all the other communities that I belong to and, and all the people reaching out to me is just such a wonderful gift out of such a terrible thing. And so I always say it's about never, I always say never let struggle go to waste, right? Um, Turn pain into purpose. And, And I always meant like never waste pain. And it's amazing that there are so many wonderful things that actually can come out of suffering. And so all these, the spiritual practices, many religions, um, even in the world of positive psychology and spirituality, they suggest to see suffering as an opportunity for joy. Now, I know wrapping your head around that is like sometimes kind of hard because suffering forces us really to lean on others, to reach out to other people, to connect with other people, to use your strength as an example to others, right? You've been through something that's so challenging. It's amazing how then you you can now provide support to other people and you can help others and lift others up who have been suffering as well. So we, when we surrender our control to circumstances, it actually fosters hopefulness, right? It, it allows us to feel like we're protected in a way that is beyond our imagination. So when we kind of let go of this and surrender our control uh, to, to suffering And we allow ourselves to understand that, okay, let's foster hopefulness. Something good has to come out of this. Um, There's opportunity in this. I may not see it now, but there is opportunity in this. And the faith will build. You will definitely build hopefulness. And this is a wonderful way to transform pain and turn it into joy. So surrendering allows us to tap into our spirituality. It aligns us also to our values and our purpose. I tell you, when I was in the muck of loving someone with an addiction, it made me so aware of what it is that I would tolerate and what I would not. It made me so aware of what I value in relationships and what I absolutely cannot live without. It made me so aware that I will never put my, Self uh, in a relationship that has boundaries being crossed like that, that you know, I I just I will not even allow it to happen. I've learned so much from this relationship that um, it's it's incredible. It's incredible the learning that happens when you are going through suffering. I tapped into all my values. I tapped into what what you know my worth. It's amazing how it really does help us connect to our our val- what we value our our you know what's important to us our purpose in life you know it really makes you dig down deep into your soul when you love someone with an addiction and you're struggling and you're suffering All right, so suffering allows us to experience the world. And when we see suffering and we see it from the lens of joy and what what there's opportunities, um, it can really help us. There's a freedom there, there's a calmness there, right? And we're not gonna let this struggle go to waste. We're gonna, you know, we're not gonna waste this pain. We all suffer but suffering is the key to turning. The key here is to turn your suffering into joy. So we're all going to be faced with suffering. We're not immune to it. So those difficulties that we endure, um, they can be unbearable at times. I know. Um, but, the Good will come out of that there uh, It's allowing for transformation It's allowing for growth it teaches us perseverance it helps us endure you know future trials and tribulations It allows us to learn, expand, and grow and accomplish believe it or not, So I know it's hard when you're in the muck of suffering, transferring it and seeing it if you can as joy. And I know it's not going to happen all the time. It's definitely not. But let's go through some of the things that we can do in order to help transform suffering. So how, how do we do that, right? How do we turn suffering into joy? So some of the things, even when things seem so hard to bear at times, here are some things that you can do to transform that suffering. So the first thing is to count your blessings and I say this a lot if you've listened to past podcasts, gratitude, appreciation, counting your blessings. this is so key I cannot emphasize it more. So nothing helps me more uh, when i'm than when I'm feeling hopeless about my situation or my my challenges in life than intentionally reflecting on all the gifts all the gifts that are around you, right? What is happening already in your life, all those gifts. And then think about all the future gifts and opportunities that might be coming to you and really think about that and, and grab your journal and write down each of these blessings and keep adding to them. So those blessings might range from really simple things like I have running water in my house or, you know, there I have electricity, but then you can get more specific too. Like I enjoy what I'm doing for a living and then add to it, add the reasons why. Look for the blessings, right? It's like, it could be my friend reached out to me and texted me and I'm so grateful for her friendship and that we're ability for us to get together and go for a nice walk together. Um, Just really counting your blessings and really having the lens to see all those blessings in your life, right? So it's important, right? Those blessings, they can range from simple to very specific. And it's, you know, it it takes time to practice this, but that's why accumulating it in your journal is so powerful. So it's going to change your relationship with yourself for the better because counting your blessings really makes you realize all the support you already have around you. It realize all the goodness that you have around you. It turns your lens or your, your, like as if a camera is on suffering, it turns your camera on to joy and counting your blessings is one of the best ways to transform suffering into joy. So it makes you realize all that support around you. It makes you realize new opportunities and it moves you into a broadened state. And it also helps you go into that state of growth in the midst of all that suffering. Yes, it's so powerful. All right. So another way we can transform suffering and turn it into joy is to find people to hold your hand find people to hold your head up for you when you can't it is so essential when you feel alone when you feel like you just can't it is so essential for you to reach out because sometimes you know when we feel depleted exhausted um one of the best things you can do to turn suffering into joy is to Do it alongside with friends, with family, with support groups, with community. They're the ones that are going to help you. They're going to hold your hand. They're going to hold your head up when you can't. Um, Suffering is a battle. So sometimes it's hard to hold your own head up. Sometimes it's hard to just exist. So the battle, right, is really, it's such a, when you love someone with an addiction and there's so much turmoil and chaos and stress and challenge and heartache, um, It is important. It's a battle for the mind. It's a battle for the soul when you're suffering. So when you focus on yourselves, you feel isolated and you feel alone and you're focused on your own situation. It is so important to reach out to other people. So it allow, it'll allow it allow you so that you know you're not doing this alone. So trying to reach out for support, really, really important, right? We're not meant to fight these battles alone. We're not meant to be alone. Other people matter, as Chris Peterson says in the positive psychology world, so important. So find people who are going to encourage you, who are going to help you during battles in your life so you don't have to do this alone. So you, you don't lose hope and that'll really help you turn suffering into joy. So the more people that you have on your side, the more people you're armed, it helps lift you up and hold you the easier it is to, you know, move up from the pit of suffering. And it is a pit at times. All right. So another thing you can do is, and this one might come as a surprise, but this is one of the elements of struggling. Well, it's another wonderful way to turn suffering into joy. And that is to serve, to be of service to others, right? So one of the best ways uh, to keep your focus on hope and hopefulness um, while you're suffering is to take the focus off your situation and be of service to others, right? Who are maybe in another challenging situation or the same struggle, right? Uh, That you are, maybe their situation is worse than your situation. So it's really, really important and it's really wonderful and feels great. And besides, it's a wonderful act of kindness um, to turn the pain of suffering to joy is to be of service to others, right? Seeing what other people are going through can be really eye-opening and they can actually change your view of your current situation as well. Um, So you could volunteer, you can reach out, you can spend time listening, you can help others, you can be a part of support groups. Groups. And I know in the SYKM support group on Facebook, I, I just love how everyone is so positive and people will post some things that maybe they're struggling with and then everyone's so upbeat and, and just providing a, a wonderful, uh, compassionate ear and heart and um, being of service is so important. So another thing we can do uh, in order to transform suffering into joy is to adopt what is called a growth mindset. Now, I love Carol Dweck's work on mindset and a growth mindset is basically... When we believe our intelligence and our ability can really improve with effort, with focus, with you know the right strategies, so we can get better, we can be resilient, we can bounce back from adversity. Um, it's this a uh, it's a willingness to confront challenges and think about. Hmm, what I can do instead of feeling what oh my god I'm what I can't do having a fixed mindset like oh my gosh so the idea here is that this characteristic of how we view maybe failing relationships or failure maybe we feel shame or guilt or how we view challenge and struggle in our life and we're suffering this is a springboard for growth it's a springboard that will help us embrace learning it'll help us embrace viewing challenges as opportunities. Um, it'll help us to ask for help and support and be open to um, being supported and that sort of stuff. So this you know, this is so wonderful because with a growth mindset, it embraces challenge and suffering from the perspective of, okay, how can I persist through these obstacles? What can I learn here from this situation? Um, how am I inspired by, uh, by others who who are in a similar situation. I know I'm way past the muck now of loving, and in my case, losing someone to addiction. But, um... I'm an example of what can happen, right? That I've I've got I've kind of built myself back up. It's taken me years of healing, I have to say, and um, I, I I love to believe all the people in our community are examples of resilience, of strength, of hope. And so this is really important, and this will help us with this growth mindset and this idea that we can we can recover. We and I, I use that word reluctantly because. I always said whenever I heard that word, it's like, what? I don't have an addiction. Like I'm not recovering. I'm not the one that needs recovery. (laughs) So I I use that word lightly because that's kind of how I feel about it. But, um, this idea of adopting a growth mindset is empowering and it allows us to not feel that we're stuck in that suffering and that we have an opportunity to take back our power, to be resilient, to bounce back amongst adversity. And so that That's why it's so important, right? So with a growth mindset, we can really acknowledge our challenge and our suffering, but then we can also find inspiration to keep going, to persevere, to tap into that grit and to keep moving forward. So I hope that helps you. Um, and, and so, yeah, this is this idea of stretching ourselves, leading to growth and approaching obstacles and challenge um, as an opportunity to strengthen ourselves, to get better, to grow, to enhance our, 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 our abilities. So focusing on what we can do. Okay, so another one, it's actually a, one of my favorites to transform suffering into joy, is to pray. Now, I know that seems really obvious, but prayer is a tool that you can use to tap into your spiritual nature. So prayer sometimes is defined as a direct line to the heavens, to heaven. Um, But prayer is just... It's a communication process that allows us to talk to our higher power. You do not need to believe in God in order to pray. You do not need to belong to uh, a particular religion um, in order to pray. Now, you can also think of it as meditation or prayer. Whatever works for you, regardless if you're religious or not, Praying has so many benefits. It enhances our hopefulness. It calms our nervous system. It makes us feel like we're not alone. It instantly makes you feel better. And science has confirmed this. So, prayer is so powerful. So, when you pray, you know, just you can do whatever it is that makes you feel like comfortable. You can Press your palms together, you can bow your head, you can put it into your journal, you can just say it quietly in your mind, or you can speak it out loud. You know, it's all about asking for guidance. It can be about asking for help, it can be expressing your emotions, it can be, you know, turning your cares over. To, to a higher power, right? It's going to help you. You can see your situation maybe with more hope and uh, feel more supported. And um, it's a really wonderful way to transform your suffering into joy. Um, yeah. And then sometimes your prayer time is great because it can, you know, give you answers. It can provide, you can hear your intuition, your inner voice, your higher being. And it maybe it's just time to express yourself. It's maybe time to ask or time to cry. Um, and just a time to know you're not alone. The universe hears your words, right? You do not need to follow any religion to pray. So I encourage you to do that. It really helped me. I remember even thinking, oh my God, God, I I haven't prayed to you in a long time. I haven't even referred to you as God, but I need help here. So, um, yes. So I really do encourage prayer and it may not give you answers that you're looking for, but it might help you in other ways as well. It grows you spiritually. It also is great for hopefulness and, and cultivating peace and love. And, and it always turns that suffering into joy. So, okay. So the next idea here is this idea of surrender. Um, this, this ability to let go and relinquish control. It's a wonderful way to transform suffering. Sometimes suffering comes from this idea that we think we have control over situations that we don't. And then it's just like, why is this happening? Why is this going on? Uh, so, I tend to want to control in my life and, or influence sounds even better. Um, and the thing is when you love someone with an addiction, like I literally would have done anything for this man to help him. And, uh, you know, so I, it was, this is a hard one. This is very hard because we love so fully and, um, it's, it's amazing how we, think that we can have more influence over addiction than we can. Now, remember, you know the mantra, we didn't cause it, we can't control it, we can't cure it. Um, So it's really important to recognize that when you feel out of control, um, it's because you are. (laughs) And we just have to surrender this idea that the way to combat that control is just to surrender life is going to be what, it's, what it is. And addiction is what it is. We don't have control over it. And the idea is to get honest with this. Um, you can trust that everything is working out for the best. You have to just surrender that fact that we don't have control over it. And the quicker we can do that, the more we can experience this contentment. And it allows us to feel a little bit more joyful in our lives and, And that's, that's a hard one to do. And, um, you know, there's a whole podcast on surrendering, right. And, uh, and loving from a distance and that sort of stuff as well. So my final thought to you is that it is impossible to avoid having these trials in life. Right. And it's even more challenging, when we love someone with an addiction. So when we choose not to look at the dread, the fear, the anger, the quicker we can move and we can shift our perspective on that, the better we're going to feel, the more we can analyze the situation from a growth mindset, from a place of looking, okay, you know, like what is the universe trying to teach me here, right? Uh, about this difficult situation It's being curious in your life and adopting this growth mindset of seeing what can can you do instead of you know the str- focusing on the struggle looking at the struggle and challenge as opportunities for growth right If we can, if we continue to transform how we view challenges, then we can at least have the strength for facing suffering with hope, with courage, rather than bitterness and despair. We can literally transform our suffering into joy. And we can do that from surrendering, from prayer, from adopting that growth mindset, from serving community, from serving and being kind and kindness and turning the attention off ourselves and finding people and community to help and support us when we feel knocked down, where we're in the pit of suffering and also counting your blessings. So that's about it. I hope that was helpful. Transforming suffering into joy, those six strategies to help transform challenge. I hope that helps you. And again, I'm sending so much love and hugs to you and I will see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreasidal.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.